Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Off in the SSA podcast, focusing on the MS WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. I'm your host, Stu, coming to you from the track and on today's show. The golden age of sports car racing sure is living up to the hype. Incredible racing, new cars, and the silly season has even started a little early this year. But even though we know so much, there are still so many questions that remain unanswered. Well, it's been a question for a couple of years now, and one that was definitely posed last offseason, and that's, will a hypercar come to IMSA for 2024? The hypercars that are currently running in the WEC are Glickenhaus, Van Wall, Peugeot, Ferrari, Toyota, and a Soda Fraschini are coming next year. Now, of all of these listed, there's a few pretty easy ones to cross off the list. For starters, Isota Fraschini, Van Wall, and sorry, Jim, but the Glickenhaus as well, they just don't meet the minimum number of cars per produced per year to be considered a manufacturer by IMSA. Now as a reminder, IMSA requires all automotive manufacturers to produce at least 2,500 cars per year. And I don't think Isota, Freschini, Van Wall, and Glickenhaus even combined produce that many, or even close to it for that matter. But the thing that's clear in all of that is that those three manufacturers are not going to be the ones that make the trip over. Now, Peugeot, they make more than enough cars to meet the minimum that IMSA would require, but they haven't sold cars in the U.S. since 1990, and they have no plans to return to the U.S. market anytime soon. Now, is that a requirement to sell cars in the U.S. market? No, not that I'm aware of. But from a marketing perspective, it sure would make a lot more sense if you have a car to sell here to run your car in this market. Now, could they rebrand it as a Dodge or another North American brand as part of their umbrella? Maybe, but I think Dodge is probably the most likely candidate uh, for that Peugeot to be badged as, and I just don't think that they would do it considering the racing that they're currently involved in. And honestly, Dodge starting to wind down some of their racing efforts in other series in recent years. Now, Toyota and Ferrari are the two most obvious options here. Both manufacturers already have a healthy presence in IMSA in either GT4, GT3, or other forms of racing. And frankly, they just make the most sense. Ferrari has actually already had customers express interest in bringing the 499P hypercar over to compete in IMSA. And if I had to pick one out of all the hypercars that are currently running in the WEC, it's got to be that Ferrari 499P. It just makes the most sense. There's already interest there. And I think if there was a brand between them and Toyota that was more willing to do it, I'm going to lean towards Ferrari as being just a bit more willing. Now, if any of these cars were to come over, they'd have to go through some wind tunnel testing and do some IMSA tests. And what better place to announce that they were coming over than at IMSA's annual State of the Sport Address? Now, the IMSA State of the Sport Address usually takes place during the Road America weekend, but this year it was delayed to be announced at the Petit Le Mans weekend. Thankfully, we still had the schedule released, though, and you can catch all of the details for that in a recent episode I did. But delaying the state of the sport address has left many unanswered questions. For one, could we see driver mandates brought in as part of GTD? At this point, it seems unlikely that the driver classifications and mandates would change, especially considering how successful the GTD class is right now. But it should be noted that at last year's state of the sport, IMSA announced that they would be mandating a bronze driver in order to compete in the GTD class. That was met with some uh, negative reactions 
especially from teams and drivers, and IMSA ultimately reversed the decision, and it sounds like there's been some tinkering with the idea again this year. Some teams have been more vocal than others regarding this bronze driver mandate. The most notable one is uh, actually AO Racing, the Rexy car that competes in GTD right now. But with the recent announcement that they would be leaving for the LMP2 class, which has a confirmed bronze driver mandate for next year, it makes me think that it's very unlikely that IMSA is going to put in a bronze driver mandate for the GTD class. Now don't worry, AO Racing is still planning to run a GT entry next year actually in the GT Pro class, so fingers crossed that we'll still see Rexy out there on the grid. Now something that I think has a very real possibility to be announced at the state of the sport is a cap on the number of cars that can be entered in certain classes. IMSA faced a pretty big grid crunch at this year's Rolex 24, and thus far, with all the entries that have been announced for next year, it's pretty obvious that they're going to have the same issue come January. I think a class that we could see a cap put on in particular is the LMP2 class. And at a minimum, I think that uh, it's going to be pretty hard to get an entry on the grid if you're not doing at least the full Michelin Endurance Cup season. Besides, aside from a few entries, we want to see these cars be on the Michelin Endurance Cup grid the entire season. We want to see healthy grid sizes there too, and not just showing up, be one and done for the Rolex 24. I think that's a very serious and real question that we're going to see addressed, hopefully at the state of the sport. And actually another big question that we should have answered at the state of the sport address is, are we going to see any schedule changes? When the schedule was released, teams, fans, drivers, pretty much everybody was a little bit disappointed in the sheer number of conflicts that we have with next year's schedule. Whether it's the WEC, whether it's some of the world's largest GT races, such as the Nürburgring 24, the Spa 24, it seems that there are conflicts everywhere. And really, at the end of the day, it makes you wonder if we might see a couple of dates just moved around a little bit. Hey, Future Stu here. Um, IMSA actually moved the dates of one of the clashes Watkins Glen has been bumped up one week to be one week earlier in June so we're already seeing some changes being made maybe we'll even see some more before the state of the sport address anyways back to the track and with the schedule announcement there was actually a track that was on this year's IMSA schedule that was dropped completely for next year however that might not be the biggest thing missing from the 2024 grid could we indeed see Meyer Shank racing not on the IMSA grid next year it's a real question now Meyer Shank racing have been regulars in the IMSA paddock since they joined the Grand Am series in 2004 with a Daytona prototype entry since then, they've ran in LMP2, GTD, where they picked up a couple of championships, DPI, where they picked up the last DPI championship, and then, of course, this year in the GTP class. Their future, though, was brought into question when earlier this year, Wayne Taylor Racing was announced to be fielding a second ARX06 entry next year. Talks further intensified when their star driver, Tom Blomquist, announced that he was going to IndyCar full-time next year. And of course, the seed was all planted for this back at the Rolex 24 when Meyer Shank Racing had their uh, deflated tires uh, issue. Now, based on recent comments from Mike Shank, it sounds like it's pretty unlikely that they'll be running an Acura in the WeatherTech Championship next year. But this has not yet been confirmed, and it's also rumored that they might be looking at other customer car options. Again, none of this is confirmed at the time of this recording. But you know who I think might be a good fit for this team? I think they'd be a great candidate 
to run Alpine's cars in IMSA if they decide to make the trek over. Oh, and speaking of Alpine, could they be racing on the IMSA grid next year? Now, the French manufacturer is producing an LMP2 car based on the Orica chassis. The Alpine A424 Beta was revealed in June and has quite a similar look, if I must say, to the Acura ARX06. Now, the car, which has been built to the LMDH specification, has, of course, been confirmed for the WEC grid next year. But in my opinion, it's also a pretty strong candidate to potentially come over and do some races in IMSA. I think, overall, it just makes too much sense to me for them to not do it at some point. Now, of course, there's the big hurdle of getting the car over here to do initial testing, you know, wind tunnel and on-track testing. But Alpine have been vocal in saying that they want to have customer cars out in the world. And considering the rich history that Meyershank Racing has behind them, they'd be a perfect candidate to run the Alpine in IMSA. And the cherry on top here is that Alpine is going to be selling cars in the U.S. starting in and around 2027. So from a marketing perspective, it also makes sense. Look, I just think this is a really strong entry to at one point come over to the IMSA grid. And I really do hope that we do see the Alpine on the IMSA grid at some point. That's going to wrap this one up, though. Before you go, make sure that you are subscribed on your favorite podcasting app so that you never miss a new episode. You can also follow along on Twitter or check out the video version of the podcast on YouTube. Just look for Off in the S's. A big shout out to all the Patreon supporters. If you too want to support the show, then you can head to patreon.com slash off in the S's. Once again, though, thanks for tuning in. I hope everyone has a great race weekend and doesn't go off in the S's.